In this episode, camera equipment is expensive. How safe is it to walk around with it anyways? Hey everybody, welcome to the paranoia episode of the Fine Art Photography Podcast. If you're a photographer or the spouse of a photographer, I don't have to tell you that photography is an expensive endeavor. It's very easy for an investment to approach $10,000 for a serious enthusiast and much more for pros. And we buy all these assorted lenses and accessories because we intend to use them, which means we zip them up in a fancy bag and carry them out into public. I mix my preferred locations up between landscapes and urban settings, and while I almost always feel safe, I can't deny that on rare occasions, I feel the need to be hyper-aware of my surroundings. Am I being paranoid? Maybe so, but with all the recent news of camera thefts, many occurring even in broad daylight, it pays to be cautious. Have you heard these stories? It seems like there's been a steady stream of news stories about photography gear getting stolen in bold public robberies. Now, I'm not an alarmist, and I don't want to overplay a few news headlines, but I've thought about this for a while. I've never had a serious problem myself, but I did have a near miss in New Orleans where I overheard a trio of young men standing nearby on a crowded street corner sizing me up as a potential victim. When they realized I had heard them, they didn't back away, but instead focused on me even more intently. I had been standing with my camera backpack dangling on my shoulder and my nose planted on my iPhone. It would have been easy for them to trip me, grab the bag, and run away into the crowd in three different directions. Luckily, I managed to avoid being mugged, but it could have gone a different way had I not been aware. There was a recent news story that's so brazen it leaves me in disbelief. A photographer was recording himself with a camera on a tripod near the Golden Gate Bridge in San Francisco in a public park in broad daylight with other people around when a young man ran up out of nowhere, grabbed the camera and tripod, dashed away to a waiting car where he sped away. Now in this case, some witnesses even got photographs of the getaway car with clear images of the license plates, but the case resulted in no arrests. According to the article, police claimed they were too busy to address cases of property theft. Now, the photographer lost an A7R4, a 70-200 to 200 lens, and a tripod. That's easily a four dollars to $5,000 loss. And there have been many other similar stories that have made the news recently. You've probably heard about the real estate photographers who finished a job shooting a house in a neighborhood, also in the Bay Area, and were observed placing their gear into the back of their hatchback car. Minutes later, a car pulled up next to them in traffic. A man ran to their car, smashed the rear window, grabbed the photographer's gear bag with about $7,000 worth of gear, jumped back in the car, and sped away in a different direction. It took a matter of seconds for the entire caper. This was all captured on dash cam, and I never heard if those culprits were arrested or not. Now, I've long carried my gear in the back seat of my car instead of transporting it in the hot and bumpy trunk of the car but I make a habit of buckling it in with seatbelts through the bag straps. This keeps it from going airborne in case of a collision, but also acts to slow down any potential cases of smash and grab. I figure if a thief smashes my window and grabs a bag, he won't be able to quickly sprint away with it at least. Now I love to photograph abandoned buildings and urban decay. This means sometimes I shoot in pretty sketchy neighborhoods. There have been a few destinations where I've considered leaving my more expensive gear at home or in the hotel and carrying around a less conspicuous and less expensive camera. But of course, that's silly. I go to these destinations to make photographs, and so I use my best gear. Although sometimes I do scale back the amount of gear I carry and use a smaller, less obvious bag. But the above-mentioned robberies didn't take place in bad neighborhoods. They took place in nice parts of a wealthy and uber-expensive city. And truthfully, 
everyone I've encountered in downtrodden neighborhoods has either ignored me altogether or has been friendly and curious about what I was up to. Only once has a guy on the street made a comment that he bet he could get $100 from my camera, and I laughed inside my head and said probably more than that. But he wasn't really threatening. And it's not just an urban thing. Just a few weeks ago on a hiking trail in the woods, I came upon a guy who commented on how big my bag was and asked if I had a camera in there. I'm sure he was just being friendly, but I shut him down, and I watched over my shoulder as we went our separate ways on the path. So aside from paranoia, what are some other useful tips to help us avoid getting our gear stolen? Here are some tips I've gathered from various sources around the web. Most are common sense, of course, but sometimes we just need a reminder. Number one on the list Make sure your stuff is insured. Sometimes things happen no matter how careful we are. Also, be sure to record and keep track of your camera and lens serial numbers. Use a registration service like LensTag if you want to. Also, register your gear with a manufacturer when you buy it. Keep an eye on your bag in crowds, and if it's a backpack, be careful that someone isn't able to unzip and access your bag from behind you while you're getting jostled in the crowd. It's better to have the zippers facing forward where you can see them. Along the same line, I saw one video online where a guy had his camera slung over his shoulder and a thief distracted the photographer in a discussion over a map or something while he deftly removed the lens from the guy's DSLR with one hand. Bring a partner who can help you manage and watch your gear when you travel or go on photo shoots. Be discreet with the contents of your bag. In other words, don't unzip your bag wide open and reveal a bunch of gleaming temptations to a crowd of strangers. Never put your gear into a checked bag for air travel. Refuse housekeeping visits at your hotel. Maids often leave doors open as they move back and forth from room to room, and that means anyone could surreptitiously enter and steal stuff while the door's open. Even better, use the safe if you must leave valuables in your room, but I generally don't leave valuables in the room when I'm away. Keep your gear on you or close enough that you can see it. If you're a working photographer who must keep their gear somewhere, think of wedding photographers you may want to use a motion detector alarm, a GPS tag, or some kind of permanent gear tags that cannot be removed. Some experts recommend using a messenger bag or somehow camouflaging your camera bag, but I'm skeptical of this. I think thieves know what a camera bag looks like, even if the brand name's been covered up or removed, and even if it's a think tank messenger bag rather than a big black camera backpack. Follow your gut. If a place or situation feels risky, then avoid it. Use situational awareness. And finally, remember to keep regular backups of images because losing your gear is bad news, but losing all your work is potentially disastrous. Some experts recommend taking cards out of your camera between shoots or switching them frequently so they don't get snatched along with a camera. And don't leave your cards in the camera bag. Remember, don't be paranoid. Just be cautious and aware and have fun. That's all I've got for this episode. Thanks for listening, everybody. And I'll talk to you again real soon.